next episode of Unplugged Tech, we are very happy to introduce our next guest. Uh, before that, let me introduce myself. My name is Ferry Dharavat. I'm from India and I work basically as a writer and I'm co-host of Unplugged Tech. Over to you, Meher. Hey everyone. Um, it's, oh, it's wonderful to be back with a new episode. We just finished WordFest Live and it was a great event and happy to be back interviewing amazing people. My name is Meher Bala. I am a front-end website developer, a co-host of Unplugged Tech. The mic, I'm passing on the mic to Divya to introduce herself, let our audience know where she's from, and what's her background? Uh, hey everyone, this is Divya here. Um, I'm from India. Um, and I'm currently the co-founder of an upcoming uh, conscious market uh, uh, marketplace called uh, Balke. Nice name. It's a nice catchy name. <laughs> Thanks. It's actually um, uh, um, an interesting take on... Uh, uh, an Urdu word, and we're, we've tried to kind of give a very contemporary meaning to it. So, Balke, so we have what the kind of message that we're trying to um, portray is uh, switching to better alternatives. So, how we say, Iske Balke Ye. So, that's the take on the entire concept. So, uh, tell, tell us a little about how did you get into digital marketing? Like, can you share your journey with us? Like, when you started it out? Definitely, definitely. So, um, I, so how how I got into it, 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 it has a very interesting background, I'll tell you. Um, so, I was always interested in fashion and the lifestyle segment. Um, and I wasn't really into the artistic end of it, but I was always interested in the commercial end of it. Um, so, getting into digital marketing took a while. Um, I basically started with testing the water by, you know, trying out different avenues that are related to um, the fashion business segment. So let's say merchandising, online merchandising, um, uh, uh, buying, retail buying. Uh, I, I, I did like a two days internship at a retail store as well, but that didn't work out. Um, and it's later on I figured that, you know, I fit more in the marketing department of any lifestyle brand. This was about, I would say, uh, three to four years ago. Yeah. So while I was interning with a retail brand, I switched, I kept, uh, I kept on switching departments uh, during the course of six months. And that's when I realized that, you know, it, it just sticks, like marketing sticks with me. Um, and then right after graduating, right after finishing my uh, four years uh, bachelor's degree, um, I started working with a startup and I got into their marketing team. Uh, now, what happens is usually if you would see that digital marketing is, is more, um, I would say, relatively, I would say, economical and accessible and easier for a startup to kind of get their uh, awareness out there. Um, so that's how I got into it. So me in a marketing department, also me working in a startup, um, a major chunk of my marketing activities and campaigns would uh, be on the digital space. So that's how I got into the, the digital marketing space. Okay, yeah. So, 
that's really interesting uh, like, like i think when this digital marketing really evolved i think we all were there i mean it's just like maybe 5 years back it has really thrived yeah it's it's actually caught up more i'll tell you why i mean especially in the pandemic because firstly a offline marketing can get expensive for a smaller brand yeah 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 it's it's not as widespread you know with digital you can just get the word going in a jiffy um so which is why there's been an entire shift in marketing and even now when you look at it uh any person who would be into marketing per se um i would say there's 70 to 80% of the job would involve dealing with the digital space right okay so uh, can you tell us a little Uh, tell us about your time in baloni and stack okay so now that we know that you have such rich experience and uh, in in digital marketing and and you've also worked in baloni and stack and how did it help you to take a leap of faith in entrepreneurship um so honestly i'll tell you something about myself i always avoided going into business like i was sure like 110% sure i'll never become an entrepreneur simply because um i i like schedule i like organized timelines i i like my 9 to 5 routine and then you know having my yoga in the morning dinner at 7 pm i'm that sort of a person and being an entrepreneur actually involves you to be very flexible with your timing with your goals <laughs> everything that's revolving around it um <laughs> honestly i think it's entrepreneurship as a path that chose me <laughs> so i was very really happy with my job at daruni um especially because ai i was working under this really amazing um leader who brings in such rich experience so she's been in the industry since past 20 years at a very great level so that was the biggest motivation to join baruni in the first place and when she said that she's starting something of her own um i would say all the employees just went crazy because literally everybody would try to get into the company because of her um so she was the ideal figure in the office i would say so my um journey at baruni started because again as i said initially i was just trying to test my waters i was trying to figure everything out and being at a startup was the best place to you know try stuff out so let's say even when i joined baruni i was the marketing executive over there but honestly my role involved doing bits and pieces of literally everything so while i'm definitely looking at my facebook ads manager and my social media strategies what sort of content should go up plan the media calendar with my manager while all those things were happening i was also you know at at days i was taking care of the uh, you know uh, just shipping out the parcels packaging all the uh, material and even uh, um you know coordinating with all the brand partners with regards to the inventories is the website updated with the latest products are the discontinued products listed out or not um any sort of errors even on the website um i would just ensure that everything is in place along with my manager of course so that is what i loved about my job over there um i even did a bit of graphic designing for them in uh, in that case so just to give uh, our uh, listeners a little bit of um, introduction on baruni uh, baruni um, is a premium beauty marketplace which hosts a lot of beauty brands fragrance brands skin care brands okay that's yeah. nice so you did wear multiple hats in baruni yeah yeah 
Um, and I think after two years of working with them, uh, you know, because of the pandemic hit us all and the business was kind of um, just, I couldn't see my professional growth anymore at the point. And we were all working from home and I realized that I needed some change because I wanted to kind of um, understand what I truly want because I realized that in the corporate ladder, I can't just be... Um, I would say I can't just enjoy doing multiple things. I need to kind of have like a straight path for myself. And I wanted to understand where that path is. Um, so that's why, uh, you, you know, I started looking out for different jobs and that's when I stumbled upon Stack. Now, here's the funny thing. Um, at Baruni, I joined Baruni when it was at a very organic stage, I would say. Like it was right when the website had launched. I worked with them for two hours. Oh, it's not sorry, not for two hours, for two years. I'm so sorry. Um, and then when I joined Stack, I realized that Stack again is a two-year-old company. It was a two-year-old brand. So things were uh, pretty much aligned and defined over there for me. So I joined uh, there as a digital marketing manager. So my role now was kind of um, sharpened. Um, I wasn't just doing multiple things, but I was doing multiple things in my own segment, which was the digital marketing space. Um, I worked there for a brief period and surprisingly, um, I wasn't quite enjoying limiting my uh, tasks for the day. Like I would still want to know what's happening in the order management section, what is happening with the PR department, what is happening in terms of, you know, different um, conceptualizing on new products. So, you know, I wasn't quite enjoying after the point and I was kind of struggling to figure out where my path is. And while all of this was happening on the professional front, um, since the past three to four years, I, as a shopper, was changing my, uh, I was kind of exploring uh, my shopping habits and uh, being and studying fashion, I realized that there were a lot of implications of uh, how we shop, where we shop from, what brands do we deal with. And, you know, while all the exploring was happening on the professional end, I was kind of starting to look out for um, alternative brands to shop from as a consumer. Um, that was happening on the personal front. I started switching to cruelty-free brands. I started sw uh, switching to eco-friendly brands, brands that use biodegradable fabrics or who are being very transparent about what sort of uh, wages are they paying to their um, cardigans and uh, unskilled workers. So all of that was also happening in my life. Um, so when I say that the entrepreneurship life chose me, uh, that's how it all shaped up. Um, so I think it was on the yoga mat, the, um, I was just finishing my yoga session on the mat and I realized that, Hey, I, you know what? I need more, um, sports brand. I need a new pair of legging for myself. And I was like, okay, now again, I'll have to go through this, um, <laughs> massive process of researching on brands, figuring out what they're doing. Is the fabric recyclable or not? Is it biodegradable or not? And I was like, why don't we have just one space? Um, and that's when I was like, maybe I, I could try it. Maybe why why not collect brands who are into this space, who are conscious, who are mindful and put them under one roof. And that's when I thought that maybe, okay, this sounds something interesting. And anyway, I'm not pretty much enjoying my job at the moment. So let's just give it a shot. I'm still, I'm still young. I'm still, I don't have that many responsibilities. You know, I don't really have that many people to kind of, um, Basically, I'm not accountable for a lot of people. 
So I think this is the right time to even experiment. Like even if I fail, why not? Let's just give it a shot. So that's how it all kind of started happening. That's good to know about your story. I'm like, you know, I get to know a lot about insights and how, you know, how you got into entrepreneur journey because when I stepped away from my nine to job, nine to five job, and I was looking for basically flexible time because I thought my nine to five job was not giving me the flexibility to, you know, work anytime and stuff. So that is the reason I got into freelancing. So it's interesting to know how other people's journey has from a nine to five job has gone into an entrepreneur. But a lot of people <laughs> feel that, you know, there are pros and cons of being an entrepreneur, especially, you know, uh, family, friends. They don't, uh, they feel hesitant because entrepreneurship is at least in the initial stages till you get your base done. It's, you know, it goes up and down. So yeah what, according to you what are the pros and cons of getting into getting into entrepreneurship at this time in 2021 especially the pandemic time um yeah that's quite interesting because see one thing that's common throughout as a pro uh, i would say irrespective of what year you are in or what timeline is it um, of being an entrepreneur is, of course, you get to do what you truly want to do. I mean, nothing uh, surpasses that. Uh, B, the flexibility, as you mentioned, either you're a freelancer or you have your own thing going on. It's up to you what you need to do. Uh, but honestly, it's a double-edged sword, I would say. Um, because um, while you may say that my timings are flexible and all of that, but if there's a task, you know, waiting for you at, at the door, you know, it, it needs to be done right now. And as an employee, I can still say that, you know what, it's 7 p.m. I'm shutting my laptop. I'm going to look at it on Monday, on a Friday evening for that matter. But if you're an entrepreneur, you need to do it ASAP, irrespective if it's a Sunday, it's a Saturday, it's 12 a.m., it's 3 a.m., um, honestly, that can be streamlined. Um, I am also struggling with it. I want to kind of have like a streamlined, uh, um, I would say, timetable for myself and a schedule for myself. But honestly, when you have your own business or your own projects running on, it's just very difficult to do that for a lot of people, for that matter. So while that is a pro that you can, you know, take a leave on a Monday, uh, if you have your own personal um, functions happening or if you just want to kind of take a break on a Monday, you can do that as an entrepreneur, but just be ready to, you know, pull up those socks on a Sunday too, if it's needed. So yeah, that's, that's one thing I would say. Um, the other thing um, about, I would say was and has been a con for us in 2021 um, as two business owners is the uncertainty. Um, it's honestly been crazy, like even with a website, it was supposed to launch way back. Uh, but you know, you have your um, stakeholders getting affected due to COVID or their family members getting due to affected uh, uh, because of COVID. And you know, the timelines are kind of pushed a lot. Um, there have been instances where we had to change two vendors. We're on the third vendor right now. Uh, 
basically they were supposed to help us with our packaging materials um and i don't know it was a luck or what we reached out to a vendor in delhi it was all fine until you know we had our initial conversations going we closed down all the moqs we closed down on the final pricing everything was set and um i think it was right around the time uh, when they were beginning the pro- uh, the the project when they started manufacturing the material for us uh, one of their family member got uh, uh, affected due to covid and it was it wasn't a mild case it was a severe case and you know once once things kind of started falling in place delhi announced a lockdown so you know it's it's been crazy and secondly then we moved to the second vendor that vendor was in bangalore things were going great in bangalore and suddenly when they started um, manufacturing our material karnataka announced a, a um a, a lockdown so you know these kind of things are happening with a lot of business owners not just us a lot of our brand partners also struggled with it um you know they were supposed to um come up with some new launches they were supposed to introduce some new products but all of those uh, uh new launches have been delayed because of uh, various lockdowns in various uh, cities um or let's say you know when we had the second wave there wasn't a lot of um, traction coming from the customers and also so um their uh, website traffic kind of slowed down interactions on social media kind of slowed down so it's been pretty difficult for a lot of small business owners in uh, 2021 even 2020 for that matter but the other thing uh, i would say has been working out for us that, that we are all working from home we are saving our electricity costs we are saving our rents so that's another pro for uh, 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 us uh, as business owners so it's it's honestly a double edged sword great business is a double edged sword but slowly steady i think business is also heading to pick up if everything goes well so definitely so you, definitely so once everything falls into place sorry sorry no no go say? ahead no go ahead yeah so you know once everything falls in place once you have all your systems aligned well uh, you have your own team is working pretty well everything is just synchronizing well then trust me nothing is better than that because you are doing what you truly want to do that's i would say one of the major things that one should focus on when things are kind of are on a low because we have had instances where we felt like what are we doing things are just not working out for us but the only thing that kept us going was why we started it in the first place and we 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 can't see ourselves anywhere else so these are the two things i would say one should kind of keep in mind uh, when things are not working out that's so well said so since you were into a 9 to 5 job and then you switched to being an entrepreneur do you feel 9 to 5 is a secure job or will that security also come with being an entrepreneur um honestly it's very subjective on what sort of a job are you in what sort of a company are you with um uh there there are companies who will give you the best time of your life because i mean it's not necessary for you to feel that it's best 
or it would be the best if I do something of my own. Uh, like the previous uh, me, the the oldest, the the uh, uh, the the Divya Bhairwani from 2017 or 2018 found solace in having a nine to five job. Um, so I think it totally depends in the in terms of security as well, because see, uh, with business you need to take certain calculated risks. It may or may not be secure depending on the nature of your business. Um, and at what stage of the business are you in? And likewise for a nine to five job, if you are at a company who feels that all their employees are disposable and can be replaced on the very next day, then even that sort of a job is not secure to be honest, because you can be thrown out whenever uh, uh, things get hard for the company. Um, so I would say it's very subjective. Yep, yep, true. I mean, these are uncertain times and we have seen so many companies layoffs in massive scales, including government jobs. So yes, definitely it's a totally subjective thing. Yeah. So uh, I think entrepreneurship is risky and like you said, you have to take calculated risk. But I think for someone to like even take that uh, step is a success. <laughs> so I'd like to ask you, how would you define success? Um, it's very interesting because I learned something from you guys a while ago. Um, not just, so while personally, of course, I do look at success from various angles, but you know, when I thought I would be on a podcast and if someone asks me something like this, it's majorly going to be related to work. But you know, after having that small little chat with you, it made me realize that maybe I should just talk what I, um, and my friends truly believe in. So I see success as uh, being happy, to be honest, in terms of what you're doing in life in general. Um, are you healthy or not? As I, I totally agree with you, Ferry, because I'm personally who someone is into yoga, who likes to work out. And on days when I'm not working out or if I have taken a gap of, let's say, seven days, I feel unhappy. And I feel to have like a successful life, you need to have like a balanced life where you're happy at all aspects of your life. Be personal, you, you're having healthy relationships uh, with your friends, with your partner, with your parents, with your family. Um, that I think is one pillar of success. Uh, be uh, you're doing what you truly want to do. Um, see, you're making money out of the things that you like to do and you love to do. Um, so that's another leg of success, I would say. Wonderfully put. Yeah, I truly uh, go by what you said. And, you know, being happy is, it also helps you, you know, put your mind to rest and get your work done, whether it's a nine to five job or whether it's an entrepreneurship. Being happy is always the key point. Now, yeah. since we've coming to an end of this, chat if any of our audience wants to connect you or wants to get to know or your business well how can they connect you connect with you mm, they can reach out to me on my email uh, would you like me to spell it out or would you be putting it somewhere in uh, in the link or how does that work out but they can just reach out to me on email um, or they can reach out to me on LinkedIn, even on Instagram for that matter. I'm all yours. <laughs> we prefer uh, social medias or something because email is a little risky. 
uh-huh. because then you will get a lot of spam so we don't want uh-huh. our guests to you know get spammed and you know unnecessary so, emails yeah so then i would say linkedin would be the best place yeah so if you want to get connected with divya i will share her linkedin profile uh, in our blog post below if you are on youtube go head to our website and get her profile url ferry you have any last words to say yes uh, thank you for coming on the show and uh, basically is there anything else you would like to add more i i'm like when we initially started you know i told you about our show and all it was really interactive conversations we had i mean we discussed all these and more so would you like to say some last words to our audience to us and to our audience um just just one thing that uh, be open to experimenting and trying stuff out as long as uh, you know it's in the capacity so let's say if if uh, you are in your 20s for example i mean i can't say for all but um you have a great job but you are not happy with it or you in fact even if you're a business owner and you know things are not really working out for you and you've kind of lost your path and aim and goal feel free to just you know move back to a job that's also totally fine um and if you are unhappy at a job feel free to take that risk and start your own business or start freelancing basically just don't get stuck in a pattern just because you jumped into it way before and you made commitments to other people around you and basically stop thinking about what the world and the society is going to say um it's okay you you will keep having different sort of um successes at let's say milestones and failures and what not but just be open to changing your pattern and that's really helpful thank you for sharing this with us <laughs> i'm glad i'm glad to be here talking to you guys same yeah same happy to have you you know <laughs> it's 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 interesting to know someone else's entrepreneurship journey thank you so much me and peri on behalf yes. of unplug tech wish you all the best in your journey uh and do share us your website link once it's live so we can share it with our audience and thank you for spending your sunday evening with us yes yes thank you thank you so much thank you so much guys thank you it means a lot uh, yes. <laughs> it is wonderful uh, being here so guys if you all want to come on our show come to our website there is a form fill it we would love to know your journey we would love to share your journey with our audience if you want to talk about a specific topic more than welcome just let us know we'll be happy to have you Thank you again thank you fairy thank you mm-hmm. divya wait for our next episode